Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. I hope you guys are having a wonderful day. Welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, the Black Financial Channel. This is the theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. And uh, today we're going to talk about a, a list that I found of 21 things you should never buy at the grocery store. So uh, I'm going to go through this list quickly and I'm going to explain to you where this list comes from. And uh, it'll save you some money. It'll help you get ahead financially. So get comfortable, buckle up your seatbelt. We're going to get started on the Black Financial Channel right now. Good morning, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Black Financial Channel. That's theblackfinancialchannel.com. My name is Dr. Boyce Watkins. I am your friendly neighborhood finance professor. On the Black Financial Channel, we talk about black wealth and black economics every single day, sometimes as much as 10 times a day under one condition. The condition is that we are black first. Black first means we put our community at the top of our priority list. Black first means we educate our kids. Black first means we break generational curses. Black first means that we love ourselves. We don't have to hate anybody in order to love ourselves. If you agree, then uh, please uh, put a B1 in the chat. Put a hashtag B1 in the chat if you uh, if you agree with the black first philosophy, uh, B1. All right, everybody. Uh, now, let me know if you can hear me. Give me a yes in the chat if you can hear me okay. I want to make sure I'm coming through all right. Um, I'm, I'm traveling. I'm on the road. When I'm on the road, I always like to check my audio real quick. So if you can give me a quick little sound check, microphone check, one, two, one, two. I'd appreciate that. That would help me kind of just know I can move forward and know that you guys can hear me all right. Uh, also, if you want to hear me in audio, uh, this podcast is actually on Spotify and Apple and anywhere you get your podcast. So just go to Spotify, search for the Dr. Boyce Breakdown. That is where you can go to uh, listen if you want to listen while you're in, in the gym or in the car, wherever, whatever the case may be. All right. So what I did was um, I, I was reading this morning. I, I, you know, I was traveling. I was on the treadmill, kind of thinking some things through. Uh, I'm doing pilot training right now. Actually, I'm learning how to fly airplanes and uh, I'm almost done. I'm, uh, very, very soon. I'll be uh, I'll be a, a licensed pilot. So that's kind of kind of cool. Right. Uh, and I landed an airplane for the first time last week. So let's uh, hope you'll clap for that. I hope that's all right to clap a little bit because it took me some uh, time to really learn the process. And now I'm, I'm really proud. I'm very, very happy. My first trip is going to be to visit my mama. That's going to be the very first trip I take is I'm going to get in the uh, airplane. I'm going to fly to go see my mama. And mama, if you're watching, I love you. And uh, you're at the top of my heart right there with my wife and my father and all the other people that have my back. And then, of course, you guys, I appreciate you as well. All right. Uh, so <clears throat> as I was sort of going through my flight training, I ran into this article on this platform called MoneyWise. And they had this list of 21 things you should never buy at the grocery store. 21 things you should never buy at the grocery store. And I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, oh, 20 things I should never buy. Well, let me take a look at this because this is important. I want to be money wise. right? <clears throat> and, uh, and in fact, actually, there is a whole lot of um, uh, a lot of you have noticed inflation. Uh, how many of you have ever how many of you feel like you're feeling the effects of the inflation that's been really uh, sort of crippling the economy lately? Give me a yes in the chat. If you've noticed how inflation has kind of been uh, taking away purchasing power, uh, it's been kicking your butt at the grocery store a little bit. Uh, has anybody noticed how the uh, how the, uh, the the cost of a lot of common food has actually gone up as much as doubled and tripled? Uh, I, I don't know how many of you have noticed that the cost of rent keeps on going up. Um, you know, I'm a landlord and uh, and I uh, I own some property with my wife and uh, going into business, marriage and business can, can go together very well. You just got to find somebody that's got some damn sense uh, that wants to build with you. So make sure you marry a builder so that you can build together. It's much easier to build as a team than it is, than it is to do it by yourself. Well, uh, you know, one of the things we noticed was that the amount of rent that we were able, that we could have charged for our properties 
was much higher than what we did charge. You know, we I, I just picked a number that I thought was fair. One of the places we rented to a friend of my um, auntie and uh, my, you know, but my auntie vouched for us. I mean, honestly, I didn't even check her credit. I said, auntie, you know, this lady, you know, do you, have, yeah, I've known her a long time. Okay. Are you sure? She said, yeah. So I said, okay, you know what? We'll, we'll move her in. Uh, let's see how much she can afford. Let's do it like that. As long as we can cover the mortgage and everything else. So that's kind of my logic there. And this is one of the things I really want to express to you guys is that you have to understand that in order to understand black wealth, you don't have to be a capitalist. Right. You don't have to be a pure capitalist. You can be a little bit socialist. My wife is a social worker. So we are a little bit socialist. Uh, socialist uh, socialism has some good ideas in terms of what it means to to be decent to other people. And then capitalism has some good ideas in terms of what it takes to have an economic engine. Black people must have an economic engine if we want to be successful in this country. Give me a yes if you understand what I'm saying. Give me a yes if you at least can hear what I'm saying. All right. So let me get to this list. Uh, I'm going to pull this list up. While I do that, please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up, thumbs up thumbs up, share, subscribe. Uh, also, don't forget that uh, Black Wealth Bootcamp meets in Los Angeles on March 10th. If you'd like to join us for a two-day Black Wealth Bootcamp, where I will train you on uh, all the topics in my new book, The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power, uh, then feel free to go to boycewalkins.com. It's a great way to network with like-minded people. Also, an opportunity for you to uh, do some things in your family that will set you on a wealth trajectory that'll last 200 years. Uh, so um, let me hop in and read this list. All right. So the first thing that they say that you should not buy at the grocery store are greeting cards. Hmm. Okay. They said a birthday card from American brand greed, a brand American greetings can cost you as much as $7 at the grocery store, but there's no need to splurge on something fancy that will probably just get tossed in the trash later. They said the cost has a lot to do with the perceived value of the card. Says a guy named, someone named Ginger McCleskey. Uh, some greeting card companies tend to print on thicker card stock and add features like music or letterpress, which may add up. The, it may also up the price. Reader's Digest recommends buying greeting cards at the dollar store. You may be able to get a, get a two for one deal or look for generic card sets that you can use for any occasion. So that's interesting, right? So I think they're saying that they make these cards look fancy so that you'll pay a little bit more for them. They're saying just go to the dollar store or really truth be told what I do for gifts is I don't even give greeting cards a lot of times. I'll give something sentimental, something that money can't buy. Uh, maybe some old, an old video that I took from a long time ago or, or a personal written, uh, handwritten note, you know, to, or I, or I might just, I, I don't know, for my wife, I'm, I, you know, I might read a poem or something, you know, just something that's going to mean a little bit more than a greeting card anyway. All right. Um, secondly, they said beauty products, beauty products. Uh, they said that they are marked up heavily uh, at the grocery store, like lipstick and mascara. They said that you, uh, you should wait for sales. Uh, or use coupons at the drugstore or department stores like Walmart, okay? They said even body lotion, shampoo, and toothpaste, unless it's on sale, skip it. The best deals are offered at various drugstores like CVS, Walmart, and even cheapest at dollar stores, okay? Interesting. Number three is cooking tools. They said if you bought a pancake mix and you realize you don't have a spatula at home, Think again before running out to purchase one at the grocery store. These types of items are usually much cheaper at discount retailers like Walmart, uh, says Rachel Cruz, uh, a personal finance expert. Uh, number four, they say you should not buy prepared meals. They say while saving, uh, sorry, <clears throat> but while you're saving yourself time and effort, you'll still be paying more for the convenience of an already prepared meal. They said you can save up to 90% on items like deli meals and pre-made salads just by making them at home. Huh. And, and I and I'm guilty of that. I I bought a pre-made salad yesterday. I like the convenience of it, 
But generally speaking, yeah, if you buy the ingredients individually, then you can make the salad like you want anyway. And believe me, I mean, we black. We need to be eating more salad, right? You know, skip all that Popeye's chicken and all that stuff. Uh, but then again, I can't even talk because sometimes I might go for the chicken, too. So I got those slave eating habits just like this, just like a lot of us do. But I'm working. I'm trying to do better. And that's the key. I, I, you know, just do better. Remember, they say that health is wealth. But health and health is actually more important than wealth because a lot of people will ruin their health in order to get wealth or they'll neglect their health while they're out making money. But then you lose all your money because then the pharmaceutical companies and the medical care system will take all your wealth. So give me a yes or no if you understand what I'm saying on that. Uh, that medical system is designed to be an economic drain. It is driven by capitalists that take advantage of your lack of preparation so they can sell you that diabetes medication, so they can sell you that heart disease medication, so they can sell you that medication for all these other ailments that you as black people, that we as black people pick up that we think are normal, but they're not normal. You don't have to be the way you being 50, 60, 70 does not mean you have to be old, fat, sick, diabetic, and all these other things. We just think that that's normal because we grow up eating slave food, the slave food that they sell us in all these fast food restaurants. So again, I'm not judging anybody. Lord knows I can't judge nobody because I grew up on the same damn food. I grew up on the sugary Kool-Aid, the, the super fried chicken, all those spices and, and sugars and everything else they put in the food. I got all of that as a kid. And it took a training of my mind to say, OK, let me reprogram myself so I can get away from some of this nonsense. So like, you know, by, and so by meeting great people like Juiced Up Reese, who's actually in the chat, you know, it helped me become more health conscious. And I encourage you to consider just trying. Just do your best. OK, do me a favor, by the way. Please hit the thumbs up button. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. Share. Subscribe. Uh, just a reminder, if you uh, ever want to get a Dr. Boy shout out for your black owned business on this channel or your platform, uh, you can go to drboysfinance.com. We have a great team that will get you set up. Uh, so feel free to go to drboysfinance.com. All right. So number five, they said the, another thing you should not buy at the grocery store, name brand cereals. They said you're often overpaying just for the packaging and design and advertising. So you're paying for packaging, design and advertising. You can't eat those things, right? You can't eat packaging. You can't eat the design. You can't eat the marketing budget, right? So you're paying all that extra money just for those things. They said, for example, you'll fork over $4.48 for an 18-ounce box of Kellogg's Corn Flakes at Walmart, but you can save more than half of the cost by purchasing the store brand version instead. So literally, you buy that store brand Corn Flakes. Uh, it's kind of similar to the name brand Corn Flakes, and you save a lot of money. Uh, number six, they said pre-cut produce. For example, an eight ounce container of diced yellow onions costs two seventy eight at Walmart, and you can pay two forty eight for a three pound bag of uncut yellow onions instead. Damn! So an eight ounce container of diced yellow onions would be two seventy eight, but you could pay less for a three pound bag. Now y'all do know an ounce is less than a pound. How many ounces are in a pound? <laughs> let's do so so quick, quick little math test. How many ounces are in a pound? 16. Thank you. 16 ounces in a pound. So you can get a half a pound of diced yellow onions. I think that's what they said. Yeah. At Walmart for 240, 278. Or you can pay less for a three pound bag. That's six times more onions of, uh, let me see. Uh, let me make sure I said that right. Of uncut yellow onions instead. Damn. That's, oh, Lord Jesus. All right, so, so, so they say consider taking an hour uh, of your week to prep all your fruits and veggies uh, in advance and avoid the hassle of doing it all throughout the week. It's an eco-friendly, cost-effective way to avoid splurging at the grocery store. Also gives you a chance to spend time with your kids. You can teach your kids how to have a skill that actually gives them more benefit than just learning how to twerk from Cardi B. All right, number seven, diapers. 
They said, uh, and I'm, I was surprised by that. I'm like, well, what if your baby's pooping on the floor? What do you do? So they said that the um, uh, the exhausted parent making an emergency run to grab a box of nappies may simply not have the time to travel to a specific location or hunt for the best deal. But save yourself time and money by making your one stop at a big box store instead of the supermarket. Check out warehouse clubs like Costco where you can buy them in bulk. So they're saying you should buy your diapers in bulk uh, if you want to save money. Number eight, prepared meat. They said, we all love the convenience of pouring the marinated chicken right out of the package and into the oven. No need to prep hours in advance. No cleanup. It's ultimately ready to go uh, at the end of a long day. However, Food Magazine Kitchen says you might be paying up to 60% more when you purchase your meat pre-chopped or marinated. Uh, so they said you can set aside time in the week to prep your meal in advance. So basically what they're saying is trade that little, if, if you want to, if your money's tight, you can trade a little effort for money and allow yourself to, uh, to save some cash. Uh, number nine, they said name brand spices. Uh, they said seasonings and spices are another good bet for going generic because the taste difference is minimal, but you'll also save a lot, uh, according to personal finance writer David Bach. Uh, while spices can certainly vary in quality, it can be difficult to determine whether one spice brand is better than another. OK, number 10, baked goods. They said that uh, that, that you can face markups of 300 percent on baked goods at the grocery store or bakery counter. If you don't have the luxury of preparing your baked goods from scratch, consider buying a box of pre-made cake mix to whip up at home. All right. Bottled water. Damn, boys. And here I thought I was doing good. Bottled water. <laughs> this is crazy. They said, think twice before you grab that bottle of water from any checkout line cooler. It might not take a lot out of your wallet at the moment, but it adds up over time. They claim that bottled water can have a markup as much as, catch this, get this, 4,000%. 4,000% markup. They said that a $2 water bottle costs manufacturers $0.05 cents to produce. $0.05. Cents. Tell me how crazy that is. That's that's ridiculous. So they actually said that that 90%, according to the CDC, which, you know, it depends on how much you trust the CDC. Some of y'all do, some of y'all don't. Uh, but the CDC reports that over 90% of Americans have access to safe, portable water, potable water, straight from their kitchen tap. Uh, if you don't trust the source, you can also get a water filtration system to clear out any contaminants. If you're only purchasing bottled water on the go, remember that disposable bottles are not only pricey, they're also damaging the environment, etc. Okay. All right. Um, canned beans. They say canned beans are filling an effortless addition to your dinner, but while you save on soaking and preparation time, the dry variety is by far the most effective option. The, the Bean Institute says <clears throat> a family of four that eats beans once a week could save almost $80 a year Okay, by choosing dry beans over a national brand of canned beans. For example, a 16-ounce bag of dry pinto beans costs $1.29 at Kroger. Uh, the Bean Institute said this amounts to a 12 12 half cup servings of cooked beans. On the other hand, a 15 and a half ounce can of Kroger Pinto beans is priced at a dollar, but will make you only three and a half cup servings or something. So basically they said that uh, that you can actually uh, not just improve your health by eating beans, but you should avoid buying dried beans. It looks like the um, the 15 and a ounce, 15 and a half ounce bag of a Kroger uh, only makes you three and a half cups, whereas the other one makes you more, but it costs a little bit more something i i don't understand the bean part i gotta i don't know but be careful about the beans i guess i mean i'm thinking like places like costco and um what is it my, my wife shops at uh costco yeah and uh i forgot the other one she goes to like maybe sam's club 
And uh, I know she likes it because you, she can buy stuff for her family, right? She can buy stuff in bulk. And uh, I don't like it because that means that there's no grocery bags and I got to go out to the car and carry everything in, you know, one by one. But at the same time, though, um, I think that just being conscious about little things like that can make a difference because here's the deal, right? If you think about if you compare like eating in versus things like eating out, um, the reason you want to be just mindful of that is because if you took all the money that you've spent in your life eating out and you took half of that and had invested that same amount consistently over time, you most of you would probably have well over one hundred thousand dollars in liquid assets in your stock portfolio right now. Uh, this is just a fact. Now, I'm not telling you not to eat out. This is not what I'm saying. I eat out all the time, so I don't want to be no hypocrite up in here. Uh, but what I'm saying to you is that whatever you waste, just match what you waste with something that you invest. Like, So a good game to play with yourself with investing, uh, I'm going to jump in and become a finance guy real quick, is um, is to just simply match yourself. You know, Whenever you go out to eat, if you spend $30 eating, buy $30 worth of stock. You know, just make yourself do that. You know, if you go to the mall and you drop 200 bucks, uh, buy $200 worth of stock. And, and then and then you can even make it more fun. Like if you go to uh, McDonald's and you spend $25, maybe buy $25 worth of McDonald's stock on your app. Right. You can do it. You, if you got Robin Hood, Acorns or Stash, whatever, you can open up your phone right now and just do it. And then here's the deal. You can actually talk to your kids about it. This is where uh, I want you to. Um, and, and, and sort of consider internalizing some of this. I'm, I'm not here to teach students. I don't teach any students. I only teach teachers, right? So anybody who has a child or anybody who has a young person that looks up to them or anybody that has a family that can benefit from your knowledge, maybe if you're young, uh, if you're a teacher, raise your hand. Give me a yes in the chat if you agree with me that I need you to be a teacher. This is how we multiply. We don't die. We multiply. This is It's not just coming from the mouth of boys. I need it to come from the mouths of 10 million people, 50 million people, because I can't do it all by myself. Right. So what I need you to do is I need you to consider this. Uh, if you're sitting in line with your child, I've done this. I did this with um, our middle child. <clears throat> I had to. Um, she was a, she's an introvert like me. So she <clears throat> she's a she's a tough wall to kind of crack, like in terms of connecting. So uh, one day. So I always look for these opportunities to connect to the kids because I'm, I'm the bonus dad. So if you've ever been in that situation, then, you know, that it takes some work. It takes some work, but it's very rewarding. I love love these kids so much. And it's so much fun to spend time with them. And uh, and one day she tells me, um, I want to go get a pink drink at uh, Starbucks. And I was like, what the hell is a pink drink? And she's like, um, you know, it's this thing. And I'm like, oh, I get it. It's one of those things that all your friends started doing. So you want to do it too. Okay, cool. So uh, so I said, okay, well, let's go get you a pink drink at Starbucks. So we're sitting in line at Starbucks. And while we're in line at Starbucks, I said, you know, you know, you know that we can actually become owners of Starbucks. And she's like, how can we own a Starbucks? We don't own a Starbucks. I said, no, if you buy stock, then you're an owner in the company. And she said, really? I said, yeah. I said, um, so uh, how about, I said, I bet you we could become an owner in Starbucks. Our family can own a piece of Starbucks in 60 seconds. She said, how? I said, let me show you. And so I pulled up um, on my app. I pulled up Starbucks stock and I said, here it is. It costs, you know, X number of dollars per share. Right. And, uh, and, and so I, I, as I pulled it up, so let's see. So I looked up Starbucks, right. And I, and right now the Starbucks stock price is $103 per share. So I said, uh, how many shares you want to get? And she's like, I don't know, three. So we bought three shares. And I said, now we own a percentage of Starbucks. That means that when Starbucks is making money by selling pink drinks to people like you and all your friends, our family, our family wealth is going up. Our family is going to be extremely wealthy because partly because we are owners in Starbucks 
We are owners in McDonald's. We are owners in Nike. We are owners in Google. We are owners in every single, damn near every product that's in this house, right? So, so you don't want to just be on the consumer side. You want to be on the investor side. That's how you also benefit as well. All right. So, so consider just doing something like that. That's a good way to educate your kids. Um, I think that, and what will happen is those little lessons will stick with them for life. I promise you it'll stick with them for life. Uh, so anyway, do me a favor, hit the thumbs up button, thumbs up, uh, share, subscribe if you haven't done it yet. And uh, also, uh, in case you don't know, we have financial flashcards for kids uh, that you can feel free to check out. You go to financialflashcards.com. Uh, the flashcards cover everything from uh, stock market investing to real estate, et cetera. They were designed specifically for our children, nobody else's children. And uh, I want you to get your kids ahead. It's best to introduce them to wealth as at an early age. Don't wait until they're 25 or 30 years old and having financial problems. Don't wait until they're 40. Like some of us, some of us didn't even start thinking about investing until we were 40 or 45. Well, at that point, you know, a lot of your best years are behind you, right? It doesn't mean that you're you're done, right? You, you still have an opportunity to make sure the next generation's in good shape and that you're in good shape. But it's better. If, imagine starting at five or six. Imagine if you had started when you were in elementary school. So uh, feel free to go to financialflashcards.com. I think you'll like the flashcards. Uh, they're very effective uh, in terms of having a tool that can get your kids ahead of everybody else's kids. I don't want black people to, to have equality. I don't care much about equality. Um, I want black people to get ahead. I want us to win. I don't, I don't, you don't run a race hoping to tie. You run a race hoping to win. All right. So number 13, 13 thing they, they say you should never buy at the grocery store are batteries. They said a 40 pack of Duracell batteries costs $14 at Costco. However, a 16 pack brand of uh, pack of the same brand is $15 on HEB's store's website. I don't know what HEB is, but I think that they're Let's see here. So they're saying that batteries are definitely a better buy at club warehouse stores. There we go. So if you go to Sam's Club or wherever, your Costco, you can get batteries much cheaper. Number 14, alcohol. They said, don't buy your beer at the grocery store. You can actually save by buying in bulk at warehouse clubs. Beer and wine could be priced 10% to 20% more at grocery stores than warehouse clubs. Um, one of the things about alcohol, though, is you, I, I just really, you know, I'm not telling you not to drink. I'm just going to explain why I chose not to drink. My father drank a lot. And my father was kind of one of those guys that would always tell me to not do what he did. <laughs> Anything that he did in his life that was messed up or messed him up, he, he always pushed me away from that. Sometimes it wasn't necessary, but that's what he did. You know, like he was a cop. He never wanted me to be a cop because he knew that being a cop was very dangerous and very difficult. He wanted me to have a job making more money to be in a better position. So when people would say, you're going to be a cop like your daddy, he would say no. He would he would answer before I even got a chance to answer. Uh, uh, he was a he was a Vietnam veteran. Uh, he did not want me to go into the Army. And when I told him I was thinking about going into the Marines, he said, why? Uh, you know, and, and because his experience in the army and the Marines wasn't that great. But shout out to the soldiers, because without soldiers, we could not defend this country. So I have much respect for soldiers. I'll never disrespect a soldier on this platform. Uh, also, alcohol. My father drank a lot. Uh, he also uh, dealt with some drugs or whatever. So uh, he was very adamant and clear on explaining something that I would love to make sure every young person really understands when you talk about investing. We get, again, you know, we can't get to talking about things like wealth and stocks and all that. If we're not talking about how you invest your most valuable resource, which is your your life, which is your time, which is your energy. Right. If you make bad investments in your health, your mental and physical health, like you get so so cooked out on drugs at the age of 19 that you can't come back from that, uh, then it doesn't matter how much you learn about investments and portfolios later on down the line. You might have done damage that can't be repaid. Right. So this is why I, I, I'll veer off 
of the strictly financial conversation to talk about the environment and the context within which you invested. Investing in a healthy space, investing with a healthy mind, investing with a healthy body, investing as a healthy person, investing in a healthy relationship looks very different from trying to invest in the middle of chaos. You understand what I'm saying? If you're in the middle of chaos, if your life is, is, isn't shit, if your relationship ain't right, if your health ain't right, if you're making pen, taking penitentiary chances and making bad choices every single day, staying high and drunk all the time, uh, don't have the right value system, then investing won't even work. You, we got to have a whole nother set of conversations first before we can even get to the point where we're talking about prosperity and getting ahead. OK, so so in order to create that surplus, one of the things I can tell you is that my father did one of the best things he ever gave me was he helped me understand that uh, that you can get way ahead of the curve by just avoiding the whole challenge of alcohol and drugs in the first place. You know, he, he pointed to me a lot of uncles and cousins and friends I have in my own family that are extreme alcoholics who's to the point where some of them have died. Some of them have gone to jail. Some of them have been uh, accused of terrible crimes. Some of them have uh, just fallen apart in front of their children, et cetera, because they dabbled in alcohol and drugs when they were young. I know this is contrary to what you're hearing in the music. I know this is contrary to what you're seeing in the culture. I know this is contrary to what you're seeing from Hollywood. I know this is contrary to what some of your friends may be telling you is okay. But uh, I can tell you that the best choice I ever made in my life was not to drink, because that means at least when I go to the doctor, we can talk about uh, other things. You know, we, we ain't got to say, well, you know, we ain't got to talk about the fact that I've been consistently pouring poison down my throat every day. Right. And then coming in, trying to get a clean bill of health when when my liver is messed up. And I mean, I, when I started reading and I'm not j judging anybody. So, in fact, my wife drinks a little bit. So and I don't I don't mess with I don't pick at her, I don't judge her. I love her 100 percent. But but let me just tell you this. Um, you know, when I started reading what alcohol does to your body, I said, my Lord Jesus, that's like drinking battery acid. Like that shit will jack you up. Right. And, and, and again, you know, going back to that idea that health is wealth. That is, you know, that if you lose your health, then your wealth does not matter. Um, I think it's very important to really consider that uh, as you move forward in, in your journey. You can make your own choice. I'm just giving you a perspective to consider. So I hope it's OK. Give me a yes. if It's OK to mention that. Also, please uh, hit the thumbs up button. Uh, thumbs up, thumbs up, share, subscribe. All right, let's keep going. So we're reading 21 things you should never buy from the grocery store. We're almost done. Number 16 on the list. Oh, sorry. Number 15 is snack packs. They said Woman's Day magazine says a snack pack often gets marked up as much as 50%. Take Walmart, for example. An eight-ounce bag of Lay's potato chips retails for $3, but a package of 10 one-ounce bags costs $17 at the same store. Okay, so they said, okay, so if you buy one eight-ounce bag, you pay $3. So eight ounces for $3. But if you buy a package of 10 one-ounce bags, so you get 10 ounces, you're paying $17. Holy crap. Oh, did y'all catch that? Did y'all catch that? So for eight ounces, so if you buy the bag of potato chips, you pay eight, you get eight ounces for three bucks. But if you buy them individually, you get 10 ounces, slightly more, but you pay $17. You pay literally five times. That's crazy. That's insane. I didn't think about it. I never thought about that. Nuts. All right. Next, they said number 16, they said pet food. Okay. How are you going to feed your pets? Um, they said skip out on buying cans of wet food one by one, which can be costly and consider buying them in bulk in, from a Costco. Uh, you can sign up for a loyalty program and your local pet store to earn rewards. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Okay. So pet food in bulk. Okay. Makes sense. Uh, all right. No, number 17. They said you should not buy fresh seafood from the grocery store. They said frozen fish tends to be 20% cheaper than the fresh variety, says Food and Recipe Magazine. The spruce eats. 
Uh, quote, from the introduction of micro-misting to more powerful and rapid deep freeze technologies at lower temperatures, the process has really turned the frozen product into a means to capture pristine quality, says chef and author Barton Seaver uh, in the Washington Post. The newspaper also reports that shoppers should take a look at the label on fresh, fresh seafood. Uh, some items might be labeled as previously frozen, which means they were only thawed out once they hit the store. Did y'all catch that? Did y'all catch that? So they said they literally, <laughs> some of the stuff they call fresh is actually frozen stuff that they just thawed it out and put it out there and said, oh, it's fresh now because it's thawed out. But you can thaw it out by your damn self, right? So so to mark it up, it's, it's kind of a, a little mind trick, right? Number 18, magazines. They said instead of paying $5 for a magazine that you'll probably end up tossing in the trash later, there are several ways to read them for free or for a discounted price. Check your local library. They, they offer digital magazines that you can borrow and read off your tablet. Uh, you'd be surprised. I, I, I went to the library with my daughter one time, and I was shocked by how much stuff they have in the library. Libraries are really cool. Like I, that's probably, I, that, I sounded ignorant as hell when I said that, right? Like I've never been to a library. As if I didn't spend like damn near a decade in the library, like getting my PhD. I just hadn't been to one in a while because everything, a lot of stuff is online. But, but really, but when I went with uh, my daughter... I was really impressed by the amount of stuff that they have in the library um, that people don't know about. I mean, they 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 had movies and and magazine subscriptions. It was almost like they were giving stuff away to just encourage you to come to li- like, please, we're here. Come to the library. Come to the library. So libraries, libraries are all right. God bless libraries. All right. Um, let's see. Number nineteen, party supplies. They said you can save big on things like paper plates. Uh, balloons and candles by hopping over to the dollar store instead. Okay, for example, a pack of paper plates can cost you $6 a Kroger, but half the price of Dollar General. All right, so party supplies, uh, buy them at the dollar store. There you go. All right, um, they said also online stores offer cheaper discounted party goods and favors. Number 20, toothbrushes and dental floss. They said if you go to the dentist regularly, you'll probably receive a little goodie bag with a toothbrush, floss, and perhaps even a sample toothpaste. If you don't, it, it never hurts to ask for one. Just bear in mind that the CDC advises you to replace your toothbrush every three to four months, especially if the bristles are looking worn out. Hmm. Let's do a confession sh- real quick, shall we? How many of you re- replace your toothbrush every three or four months? How many of y'all go out and get a new toothbrush every three or four months? Does anybody does anybody follow that rule or am I the, or am I the only heathen? In the in the building, <laughs> I, I didn't even know you were supposed to replace a toothbrush every three or four months. I did not know that. I did. I, I didn't know that. So, damn, kind of. I I did. Okay, okay. Vagabond King says he does. Okay, good for you, man. I I need to get my dental hygiene. Uh, you know what? But then again, I had to get like a lot of major dental surgery that was very expensive. So, may, may I'm probably not the guy to tell you the best way to uh, take care of of teeth. So. I, I'm, 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 I have to confess to that. We, we all got our demons and our flaws. So that's, that's one of mine. And, but it was very costly, you know, like they said, health is wealth. Right. So, um, you know, because I was not raised in an environment where I went to the dentist very often, um, dental health was not something that was really taught in my household. Uh, but it's something that I think, you know, we could pass down to our kids, right. We don't want them to be as jacked up as some of us are. A lot of us are messed. If you're messed up like me, like I was, and, and you know what I'm talking about. And so um, this is interesting. I did not know that. All right. So there we go. All right. So we, we came to the altar. We confessed. Uh, number 21, last but not least, uh, of 21 things you should never buy at the grocery store is toilet paper. They say, here's the thing. Buying your toilet paper in bulk at a warehouse and warehouse clubs or supply stores 
is your best bet for savings, according to Money Talk News. That doesn't mean you need to buy multiple packs at a time, but it's cheaper than frequently grabbing smaller packs at the grocery store. Uh, so, so ultimately what they're kind of saying, it seems, is that saving money means being careful about name brands, like they talked about the cereal, like you buy the name brand. Sometimes you're just paying for advertising and packaging, which you can, doesn't make a difference, right? <clears throat> um, buying in bulk, right? Buying in bulk is, it, and, and then also buying in bulk at some of the um, like discount retailers or buying in bulk online, right? So that seems to me to be, so, so I think what they're doing is they're kind of unveiling all the little marketing tactics that give them an opportunity to inflate the prices of your goods. And one of the things that's, that's been happening as inflation has been so high, and I've been analyzing the economics the entire time, is that companies are adjusting by seeing how they can trick you, right? They, they say, okay, let's, let's reduce the size of the package and keep the price the same. Or let's uh, add some extra flavor to it to give the impression that it's um, it's worth more than it actually is. So 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 ultimately, uh, that ability to save money kind of means finding your way to wiggle around some of that so that you can actually be in good shape. Let me also tell you this: uh, I was reading somewhere today that the average middle class family, um, they I, actually they, they they said middle class individual. I can't believe it's individual because the number seems so high. But they said the average middle class income has risen to, I think they said $90,000 a year or something like that, which it sounds ridiculous. I, I, I don't know. I got to double check the, those numbers. But they also said that uh, inflation has just made it worse. Also, remember, I told you guys that college graduates incomes dropped 7% last year during a year of historic inflation. So uh, so here's the thing. If you didn't get a, a, a 7 8% raise last year, then you didn't keep up with the economy. The economy outran you. And then if your pay dropped, then that's a double whammy. So if inflation was almost 7% and your pay dropped 7%, that's a 14% decline in your purchasing power. It's not going to get better because the way the country is structured and the way your crappy government operates, it, the American worker is truly left behind. Uh, you know, I was uh, joking with my friend on, a, on an airplane on the way here about the um, about labor unions and and how corrupt some of the labor unions can be. But we need labor unions because uh, without labor unions, you don't have uh, an entity that can take on the capitalists, the, the, the corporate captains that are running uh, corporations and the shareholders that are looking to uh, exploit workers to, to their, their maximum advantage. Right. So even little things like dealing with the pandemic effect of people not wanting to come to work. They're sitting in labs trying to figure out how they can uh, trick people into wanting to come back to work or box you in to the point where they need you to come to work. Uh, they, I heard a, a wealthy guy on TV talking about how savings rates had gone up during the pandemic because people were saving so much money. He said, I'm glad that household savings are starting to dwindle because it's going to make those people have to come out and go to work. Right. So that so so this is something. Remember, if you don't have a plan for your life. Somebody else will have a plan for your life. So in order to avoid being uh, that sort of uh, in that in that trapped or slave position where someone else is planning your life, it's very important that you be intentional about planning your life. So my question for you today is, what's your damn plan? What's your plan going to be? You know, pick a plan, any plan, as long as because if you sit there, if your plan is to have no plan, then you're going to have a plan. They're going to give you a plan. So 
the choice is yours. All right. So uh, anyway, thank you all for hanging out with me. It was very nice to talk to you. Uh, I hope that this was helpful to you. Uh, and also <clears throat> uh, the Black Wealth Bootcamp. We meet in Los Angeles on March 10th. I hope you'll consider joining us. Uh, you can go to boycewalkins.com. And also uh, my new book is called The Ten Commandments of Black Economic Power. If you go to boycewalkins.com, you can get a copy of the book or you can go to Amazon and get a copy. Either way is fine with me. Uh, if you go to get it on Amazon, if you can leave a review, I would appreciate that very much. The reviews so far are almost all five stars. So thank you all very much uh, for those of you who've done that. I, I love you for that 100%. And also, if you'd like to see some of my other books that I have, uh, like Black American Money, that's a series that I've, I've written over the last decade, uh, feel free to go to drboycebooks.com. That's drboycebooks.com. So hit the thumbs up button. Uh, make sure you subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, hit the notification bell. I will see you guys soon. Take care now. Peace.